Hello everybody and welcome back to the LMT Fitness Podcast. I am joined today by the lovely Donna. <laughs> Thank you Donna for coming on again. If you have listened to one of my older episodes um, of the podcast, I actually had Donna on before and she ran um, 30 half marathons in 30 days. So if you've not listened to that episode, go back and listen. Um, it was, yeah, very inspiring. So thank you for coming on again today, Donna. Um, and we are going to discuss uh, a topic that I think affects a lot of people who have yo-yo dieted and tried, you know, a, a different sort of methods of fat loss in the past. And that is the relationship that you have with the scales and for some people they can find the scales to be quite triggering so hopefully we can cover a few points today that will help you to have a better relationship with the scales or just use them in a better way for you and it you know there's not a, a one one way fits everybody but um yeah hopefully this will give you some ideas so donna how are you thank you for coming on no problem Good to be here. Uh, yes, this is um, my goodness. Uh, the scales is, I think, you know, it ranges from like very toxic relationship with the scales to um, no emotional attachment to yeah. when you get on the scale. So there's a very big spectrum um, as to like what your relationship is with the scales. Like, has would you say that your your relationship personally with the scales has changed over the years, or has it always been quite similar? I think so. When I started strength training, like so, you know, I, I've always been a runner, and I think when I was younger, um, I mean, I was born in. Um, 1985 so grew up around that time where everything with regards to particularly like women's health and fitness was diet diet weight loss all of this stuff you know strength training wasn't this as big as it is now um and I think really most females around that time had a bit of sort of preoccupation with scale numbers but I would say when I started strength training that my mindset sort of shifted from yeah. it because I weigh more now because of the muscle that I've put on from years of strength training so really very very occasionally now do I weigh myself um and also I have a lot more knowledge which is something that we're going to discuss as well about you know what can impact the scales um it was actually it was interesting I was going to touch on this after but I'll, I'll tell you just now so I am training for a marathon just now and I ran my longest run of my plan on Sunday just just there so it was that's 20 enough. miles well um, so that's the longest that my legs have ever went but um hopefully that'll set me in good stead but just to sort of highlight a point that we're going to cover here but the next day so I ran the, the race that not the race I ran the 20 miles so it took a lot out of me my sleep that night wasn't that great so recovery not the best um and I also ate a huge big bowl of spaghetti bolognese after the after the run and I stepped on the scales and I was about two pounds heavier than what I had been the last time that I'd weighed myself and you know it was I don't know how long ago quite a long time ago but my weight does sort of stay roughly the same and it's now came back down again it was just a sort of experiment that I had done um 
And again, this just shows you, like, even after expending all of that energy, going on the scales the next day, my weights went up. So mm-hmm. I think now I can look at it quite objectively and know that that's what's happened. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's a it's a hard one for a lot of people, particularly women that have maybe come from a background of like sort of slimming world or Weight Watchers and everything where there is such an emphasis on scale weight. Um, you know, it's no wonder that like for them, sort of progress is measured purely on what that scale number says. So I do understand where, you know, a sort of strained relationship with the scales comes from. Yeah, I mean, I think you've got to look at like, where does it come from? And I think, you know, the real focus on weight loss, fat loss, getting healthy, you know, you had the aerobics movement in the 80s and, you know, wearing tight leotards and and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, it was kind of, I remember my mum going to like the toning rooms, it was called or something. And, you know, it was, there was all, there was suddenly this gear towards women's bodies and women losing weight. And the scales were the only measurement Mm -hmm. of progress. And so what did we grow up learning from the females that we knew, the older females getting on the scales? Um, You know, there are so many uh, mums, aunties that have done Weight Watchers, done Slimming World and the younger girls and, and, you know, boys as well. They see that and they naturally think, well, that is how I measure my success. Yeah. that's how I measure like there there isn't someone else saying oh you should be doing this instead there's definitely a movement now where there's a lot more coaches saying listen don't use the scales as your only measure of progress because it's it's so um tunnel visioned it's literally one marker in lots of other things that you can use which we can uh, go over in a second um but you can but of course like it's just learned behavior and I grew up with I remember like my mum being on a diet and the scales were always out the scales were on the bathroom floor so it's it's just you know you just you just get on them and then as you grow up I mean my poor relationship with food started when I started going to the gym at about 16 not to lose weight per se, but just because it was just something to do. It was a new hobby. You went with your friends. And then I started getting compliments that I had lost um, a bit of weight. And it was absolutely, I was chained to that number on the scales. I I would fixate on it. And whether it was like a pound each way, 500 grams each way, it would dictate my day. It would dictate how my day went. And so I think you have to be really honest with yourself. And if you do not have a good relationship with the scales whatsoever, then I would question, is it is it wise to use them at all? And that might be quite uh, a scary notion for people because literally like I've, I've, I remember coaching someone before and the thought of throwing out her scales literally sent her into a panic. It was she just couldn't fathom the idea of getting rid of them. Um, she did in the end. But it, it, just, it just shows, sorry, that people get really, um, they get so attached, even if they know that it isn't really helping them, they know it doesn't make them feel very good. It's still very difficult to step away from them. And so I would never sort of say to someone, oh, just get rid of the scales, you know, it's, it's just get rid of them because it can be a lot more complex than that. Yeah. And there can be a lot, a lot of stuff going on. It's a little bit like when 
when you're trying to help someone step away from calorie tracking you know if they've tracked for for years or if they're just stuck to a certain diet for years and you come along and you're kind of saying you know oh, let's let's just throw this out the window it can it can feel to people like they've stepped off a cliff and they don't know what else you know if they, if I'm not getting on the scales and the scales aren't telling me where I'm at what what am I supposed to do like <laughs> What, what do I look at instead and it feels very strange and, yeah. um, and uncomfortable um, so yeah it's it's not a quick answer but I think you have to be honest and if it makes you feel awful about yourself then you have to start questioning whether there's a way you can use them in a different way so maybe we could just go through like a couple of different ways that you could use the scales like how frequently yeah I mean I think it's just worth touching on as well before we sort of dive in but like when we speak about scale weight, so scale weight and fat loss are two different things. So mm-hmm. normally when people say, I want to lose weight, what they really mean is I want to lose body fat because scale weight is everything that's on that scale. So we're talking, you know, all your organs, what's still inside, you know, undigested food. It's the water that you're holding. It's it's the toilet that you need. It's oh, everything on those scales. And body fat is when you reduce your body fat and you can change your body composition so you maintain lean muscle mass. And when people come and say they want that toned look, then that is really what we're referring to. We're dropping body fat and revealing the, the muscle that's there. Um, so there are two different things. It's, it's not the, the topic of this episode, but it's just worth keeping in mind. Um, it's an um, I'll just touch on that actually, because my um, a client of mine said, "Oh, why, why do you say body like losing body fat all the time?" She said, mm-hmm. I, "I noticed that you don't say losing weight, and it, it's for that very reason because people are misguided. I don't think they do want to lose weight. It's that yeah. they yeah they want to tone up, they want to change their body composition, they want, want to change the, their body shape, and they want to drop body fat. And so it's so that's why I refer to it as dropping body fat, not losing weight. So it's um it is a different um, an important clarification." Yeah, no, definitely. And I think that's, it also sort of is helpful then to think, right, well, when the scales do fluctuate, you know, what, there's so many reasons that this can be. So if we think about, do you need the toilet? Are you hormonal? Um, Have you had higher carb food? Have you had saltier foods? Because these can all cause you to hold on to more water as well. And all of that will show up on the scales, but that's not necessarily body fat so if you've eaten in a calorie deficit and you know you've tried you know quote unquote really hard or you think that you've been good all week and the scales go up that is not not likely to be body fat so just keep it in mind um just from sort of the the start of listening to this as well um so what you had said what sorry what was your question again to me there measures of progress so if we're not well, like how how frequent so for a start I think we go over like what would obviously everyone's different but how frequently would you advise that people generally use the scales so it really is completely for me client dependent um, yep. and if I speak about you know that just the, the ladies that I work with I have some clients that we weigh them once a week and that works absolutely fine because they have a realistic expectation that there's going to be some weeks where the scales might increase and they don't have um, 
like a real attachment to that increase yeah. and they can accept that, that you know we, we zoom out and we look at the bigger picture and that works absolutely fine for them I have other clients where we have removed the scales completely now this is always an option that I give my clients um, and for the clients that have done this and it's been successful it has been so good at allowing them to like take away the 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 fixation with that number and then they've really been able to focus on right why is it I'm doing this again because they don't have that number to stress about mm-hmm. and I've got other clients who we weigh them every day and this might sound you know silly if you're thinking or oh, you know the scales control everything I do but sometimes by weighing yourself every single day then it takes away the scales power because you see every single day or you know maybe there's a few days where there's no movement but you see the daily fluctuations and it can really that can also be really helpful for yeah basically letting you see in black and white when you step on them that that they change day to day so for me it's really dependent and like I say it's always um like an option and something I discuss like client to client um but yeah there, there's definitely if this if the scales are triggering for a client I would definitely try to do something which makes it a better measure for them if we continue to still use it yeah I think for some people it's like they haven't even considered the notion of not using them it's, yeah. it's just such an inbuilt part of their fat loss attempts over the years their dieting phases that it's they've, they've potentially never even considered using something different and so when someone says we don't have to use them some people are going to jump at that and and say brilliant yeah I'd I'd quite like to not not use them like I'd like to focus on other areas if if we can which is fantastic as opposed to the people who feel like they must have it in their life yeah and I would also recommend that not weighing yourself when you know you've probably set yourself up for failure like for example when you have had a really overindulgent weekend why would you then jump on the scales it's almost like to prove that you've put weight on to mm-hmm. confirm what you think is accurate which is you think you've put weight on in a, in a couple of days which you haven't because it, you don't if you think about it like you don't just get you don't gain weight in a couple of days uh, so you don't lose weight in a couple of days you don't gain weight in a couple of days like these these things in your body take time it's they're all processes so I think it's um if if you're literally saying oh my god I've I've eaten so much this weekend I went out for dinner I did this then I went to a party there was a buffet and then you decide to stand on the scales on a Monday knowing that you have an emotional attachment to that number you, it's it's like you're trying to punish yourself Mm-hmm. you're trying to punish yourself into action like oh my goodness look how much the scales have gone up I've really got to try hard and I think people use it as like a motivator when actually if you can just look at it objectively and say well yeah it's, it's bound to have gone up I've had lots of carbohydrates over the weekend I'm probably holding on to a lot more water uh yeah I did kind of overdo it a little bit um that's why you know that's the objective way to look at it um but I would say you know I've got a client and she 
she does use the scales, but it's phasing off less and less um, as she kind of realizes that there's so many other things that she can focus on that, that she just doesn't really need the scales. But sometimes she's tempted to go on because it's inbuilt within us, but she won't go on like if she is really bloated from hormones. You know, it's a it's a time of the month. She feels bloated. She feels ugh. Why why get on the scales then? You know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. just not not wise. I think it's something that you have to really think about sort of individually. So like you said there, you know, if you get on the scales and they've gone up, like for some people that can then, like you say, be like almost, you know, like a motivator, like, right, come on, I need to pull my socks up this week. But for other people, it can completely go the other way. And that's the thing where, you know, what we've touched on before, I think saying that, be aware that there's so many factors that can cause the scales to go up. And if that is something that you have this attachment to, which can leave you feeling really deflated, I mean, not to put too fine a point on it, right? But you literally could need the toilet and then you're going to let that affect your entire week because that is sometimes when, when people can go, you know, stuff it like yeah absolutely and and cause it like an episode of overeating as well so it's really sort of identifying what your relationship is with them um and also I think it's interesting what you said there about you know if you know that you've had a weekend where you've eaten you know a lot more than you would normally or whatever um like stepping on the scales you know preempting that they're going to have went up can have an effect but also I think it can be really unhelpful to try and manipulate the scales because again, it's going back to this like weekly weigh-in mindset where, you know, maybe a day or two before your, your weigh-in, you really reduce your calories and then you get on the scales, you know, you're buzzing that they're a pound or two down. And then that night you go and like get a takeaway for three or whatever, because, and, and, and then you sort of, overeat at the start of the week and then again start dropping off like that can be that is unhelpful and that is you know you're ruining your relationship with food as well by doing that so it's just really be mindful try not to use the scales and try not to manipulate them because like there's no benefit to it whatsoever in fact it's going to be more damaging yeah and and you've kind of got to ask like what what are you trying to do here? I mean, I always, um, one of the most powerful things that I say to myself is you're only lying to yourself. Like when you're doing things kind of quite secretive or you are, yeah, like exactly doing that. Like, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to even, like I've even seen people saying like, they're not going to drink water before they're weighing, you know, it's the everything to get that scale weight down. And then afterwards, yeah, going and having a big, a big blowout. But I, I remind this, like I remind myself of this quite frequently. And it's you're only lying to yourself. You're only hurting yourself. Yeah. It's you know you, you have to be honest with yourself. And it's like what are you trying to achieve? And for me, what I would always be trying to achieve is a healthy long term lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so trying to kind of heavily restrict at some points trying to drop weight quickly for an event that's just not what I personally want I want to um, just have a very balanced way of approaching food and exercise um, for life and that can be quite tricky to get to when you do have a history of 
um, focusing on scales a lot, restricting a lot, you know, right, I'm on a diet now, all in. Um, so I'm definitely not saying it's easy to get to that point, but if you can get very clear on what it is you're actually trying to get to, um, then I think it might help you be a little bit more um, honest with, with how you're going to get there. So I don't know if... Um, what are the other kind of measures that you would use if you, you know, for your, for your clients that don't use the scales at all, or mm -hmm. just as a general for anyone, like what are the other things you think are a really good thing to focus on? So, um, and so in general, like I will ask, and again, this is a discussion I have with my clients individually, but I like to have progress photographs and again, I have some clients that are not that comfortable doing them, so they don't. Some do them once a month, some do them every week. Um, I have the waist and hip measurements and also any other body measurements if you know we're working on something specific or whatever. Um, but the main sort of things that I try to focus on are how do you feel, what your performance goals are. So I am you know, first and foremost into like exercise for your health, exercise for longevity, basically. And if you are progressing with your fitness and you're progressing with your training, that's one of the, the best measures, I think, to focus on. So it's just really sort of stripping it back and thinking, you know, what is it that's most important to that specific client and what can we focus on more with them? But really the measures that you can use are endless. And it's, you know, your clothes how do your clothes feel how do you look in the mirror and feel because all these little changes that are happening you can see yourself because you're the one that you know looks at yourself every day um and it's so you know it's so interesting because even for some clients that you know don't that want to continue weighing their self maybe the scales went up you know half a pound or a pound whatever it is but they look in the mirror and say you know, I can actually see more definition in my arms, like mm -hmm. my jeans are feeling yep. looser, these things. And that's something that I do with every client, every week, every check-in. First question I ask is, what are your three non-scale weight wins? Mm -hmm. Because that is what I want to focus on. Because regardless of what the scales say, if you've shown up for yourself, if you've been ticking the boxes, if you've been in contact with me and completed your check-in form, like there are wins and yeah. that's what I want you to focus on yeah absolutely um same as you I don't I don't weigh myself uh haven't for a long time don't, don't need to because I know that it doesn't impact me it has no relevance to me because what I would prefer to focus on is whether I am hitting the daily ways that I show up for myself and I love that phrase that you just used because it is it's showing up for yourself you're saying I'm worthy of a bit of effort I mean enough and um, I have enough value to, to do these things. So what are the things that you want to do? You know, for me, it is I want to move my body uh, in some way every day. So, you know, I'll go for a rough number of steps a, a day, but I take it as an average over the week. So moving is really important to me, as I know it is to you. Um, I like to do workouts that get my heart rate up whether that's resistance training or, or cardio training. Um, so you, you have to kind of have a few non-negotiables. So for me, it's moving, it's um, 
drinking water, making sure that I have salad or vegetables with, you know, every meal, a couple of portions of fruit a day, um, getting good sleep. And it's kind of like that. That's what I focus on. So that's they're the boxes I want to tick. And so really the scales have zero relevance to me because as long as I am focusing on that side of things and I'm covering the bases that are important to me and that I know make me feel good then the the numbers don't even really matter and you could go so far as you know we I also do um it's completely up to the client whether they do progress photos I don't even ask it's it's if they want to do them they can Mm -hmm. um measurements yep fantastic how do your clothes fit fantastic but you could even you know, depending on what your relationship is like with your body, and if you've got a very poor relationship with your body, then it can be helpful as well to like not even do anything that has kind of a number attachment. So mm-hmm. it's literally trying to really connect with how you feel. So things like what are your stress, have your stress levels reduced? You know, do you feel lower stress levels? Um, do you, um, like how confident do you feel has your self-esteem gone up would you say is your confidence better is your sleep getting better do you feel more well rested in the mornings what is your mood like um do you feel excited for the future you know these are just very non-number related uh, ways that you can check in with whether you feel healthy and I think there's this big part that's missing with a lot of um coaches in the fitness industry or just you know people that want to lose uh body fat or get healthier is like the the focus isn't on overall health Mm. and people kind of miss a lot of what good health actually means you know good health is also um mental well-being as I think most people would be like yeah yeah no I get that you know good mental health but what does that look like social connection spending time with your friends and if that includes having some alcohol or going out for an indulgent meal then you can argue that that is a healthy behavior because that is what is important to you it's one of your values to connect and feel joy with the people that you love and so I think it's when you said earlier about zooming out it's it's I think a lot of people need a huge zoom out with like, what do you mean by your health? Um, You also said about, you know, with uh, like performance based goals and uh, like being able to complete a workout quicker than last time, for example, that's a great measurement of of your fitness or your health. You know, give yourself a little routine, um, you know, four different exercises, 20 of each exercise do three rounds and then the following week try it again can you knock a couple of seconds off or with resistance training obviously increasing the weight or reducing the rest times you know there's all all these different ways to increase intensity there and so what so the only kind of numbers that I would I would focus on for some people is those increases or those decreases because they're not really about what does my body look like that that's more related to what is my body capable of yeah Um, and that's a really positive place to be I think um but yeah there are loads of different ways and even like resting heart rate just to check like if your resting heart rate going down that's great um yeah definitely and I think this is the thing it's it's health measures and I think you know in saying all of this I'm not saying that um you know, you shouldn't have a fat loss goal if that is what you want. Absolutely. But it's 
and the thing is, it's not to sort of say, take away the scales and then, you know, body fat has absolutely no relevance to what we're doing. Like, this is what, this is what to remember, but like by improving all of these other areas and by focusing on these other areas, most of the time, I would say, well, I mean, really with every client that I've worked with, when we work on improving these areas and work on focusing on these, then the fat loss comes as a byproduct. So whether or not we are standing on the scales, you know, to see what the scale weight says, like it doesn't really matter. And like I say, this is, I am, again, you know, it's completely client dependent, but I am a big advocate sometimes for just taking them away completely because it really lets the client sort of take away the anxiety around the scales because they're not focused on I'm standing on them and then they can use that brain power to think, right, okay, what am I going to have for this meal? Um, You know, where can Mm -hmm. I fit in the workout this week? Why is it I'm actually doing this? Because really everybody that says I want to lose weight, that's like a surface level goal. Like there's always stuff underneath that. So if you strip that back, you know, ask yourself why 10 times I want to lose weight. Why? Because I want to feel better. Why? Because at the minute I don't like how I look. Why? Like keep stripping it right back. And it's Mm -hmm. like, if you can take away that stress and the anxiety that, that that scale brings, it gives you much more energy and room to focus on why it is you're actually doing something. And like I say, fat loss is most of the time just a byproduct then of what you're doing. Yeah. And I think this is the this is the, the key, isn't it? If fat loss happens as a byproduct, surely it's more enjoyable. Because if you're just focusing on all the other stuff and the fat loss just happens, then that's brilliant. It, what it means is you're not preoccupied with have a lost weight, have a lost weight. Have a, have a drop body fat, have a drop body fat. It's not your preoccupation. You're, you're able to still enjoy your life and go about your day without that being, uh, yeah, taking up all your mental energy. Um, but with, you know, historically, that's what it's been about. It's, it's been all about um, the fat loss. So yeah, if you, can, if you can just do some positive things for yourself and that just happens by the by, like that's brilliant because that's, and that I think is how you get out of this, I've got to go on a diet all the time mentality because it's just, it just becomes part of that's just what you do. So rather than it being, I've put on some weight um, the scales are going up. I need to get, jump on a diet. What you're saying is um, I've not re- been really putting myself first. I've not really been showing up for myself and ticking off the things that I know make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that you've put on weight as a result is kind of, it, <laughs> it's not irrelevant because it's, the main thing for a lot of people but if that could be like the 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 kind of the by the by the wayside part and what's more important is I want to do things for myself because like they make me feel really good they make me feel more confident they make me feel happier they make me feel more rested um that's that's what we what we want to get to yeah Um, I think like as coaches really so certainly myself and I'm, I'm sure you're probably the same Donna like when I look at a client's progress and if we are using scale weight, so, you know, a weekly increase of half a pound, a pound, whatever it is, I, I, I pay no attention to it whatsoever because it means nothing. What I'm looking at is, again, like we said, we zoom out and we want to see 
the trend so if fat loss is the goal then it's the overall trend and a, a trend is almost never a straight line all the way down so you know that that one week where you got fixated on the extra pound going on or the pound and a half like that could be the week before your period or that could be the week where you went out for a pizza last night but I would not change I would not change a single thing for you know normal fluctuations because it's what takes it's what I expect as a coach and like if you're working with me one-to-one I keep an eye on all of this stuff so that you don't have to, so that you don't need to be thinking, oh, you know, what, what do I do now? Like, I, I look at all of this and that is a completely normal trend that I would expect is like a jaggy line of ups and downs the whole way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just worth saying as well, like, if you, are, if you do choose to use the scales, again, like, whatever, whatever suits you best, but... Just use them with a realistic expectation that they're going to fluctuate. Like you can't really expect to make great progress with your mindset if you are expecting the scales to drop every week because it's not going to happen. Like use them by all means if it's what's right for you, but be realistic with your expectations with them because you're setting yourself up to be let down if if you think that they're going to drop every single week. Yeah, and this is why having a coach is useful because we all know, and coaches are exactly the same, having reassurance from someone else yeah. is really helpful in that moment that you're being a bit irrational, a bit overly emotional, you're, you know, you've seen, you feel rubbish, and even us who, you know, I think that I'm very objective about these things, but if I'm highly emotional because of whatever reason, you don't look at things in the right way. and you and it is very difficult not to be driven by emotion and having someone there saying listen you are all good you're just you know you're, you're not you haven't got perspective at the moment you're just feeling rubbish and you know let's just have a look at the bigger picture here the amount of times that people say oh you know you've helped me look at the bigger picture that is all it is you're just zooming yeah. out and just realizing that you really haven't done all the damage that you think you have like you, you just haven't and like you said it's not linear you are going to have a jagged line um and so if you can accept that, you're going to have a much, much easier route to a healthier lifestyle um, and or fat loss, whatever your goal is, is at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like that, I think if you know yourself, so as we sort of touched on at the start, like, you know, you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be accountable to yourself. And if you know that you have stuck to your your calorie deficit or if you're not tracking but if you know that you have eaten sort of like a reasonable amount of food that week and you've not had any you know crazy blowouts or massive like overeating episodes then there is a high chance like even if that scale has went up that you will have still lost body fat but that scale increase is masking the body fat loss Mm -hmm. so it's just again that's worth keeping in mind um I think it that the most the saddest thing that I come across is when someone has had a really good week. They've had a really positive week. They have shown up for themselves in lots of different ways, but then they've got on the scales and they've allowed it to almost dismiss all of that 
positivity, all of those yeah. positive actions, just because of one number, and it shouldn't hold that power. Mm-hmm. And like we said in the beginning, if it does hold that power, then look at a different way to use them or potentially question using them at all. Uh, but if you are doing good things for yourself, and I don't mean ticking off 100% of everything, because again, that's unrealistic. But if you've done, you know, the majority of what you set out to do that week, and or you've, you know, recovered from an awful week the previous week, then please see that as a measure of progress. And do not rely on just one or two things in isolation to, to, to bring you down when actually you deserve to feel really awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I, I agree. And it's, you know, this is why like even in my clients, like in their check-ins, their feedback and stuff, like I will quite often screenshot. So like I get a different view on my app of like the training progress and stuff and like their lifts, how many reps they're doing, the weights that they're using, you know, when I've in, when I've added you know, tempos and stuff like that to their training or even like the RPE that they're working out at. Like I add screenshots of this into their check-ins quite often so that they can see the training progress that they're making as well because really that is for me number one and it's like that's so exciting because that means like I can see that you're eating enough protein, you know, you've reported back that you've had all your veggies that week, you've hit your protein targets and you're lifting heavier, like you are building muscle, but that is exciting and you are getting strong and you are setting yourself up for like a really better, healthier, longer life. So that yeah. is so bloody exciting. Yeah, it's to be celebrated. Um, so yeah, don't let anything, uh, any pesky numbers get in the way of that. <laughs> yep, definitely. Um, I think I, I think I've covered everything I wanted to. Have you got anything else to add, Donna? No, no, I think we've um, we've covered a lot of things. Um, just yeah, just reach out to either of us if you need a hand with things because it isn't always it isn't always easy. Um, just the same as we're saying, you know, it's not a linear process with the with the jagged line. Uh, the way you feel is certainly not um, a, a, a straight line either. So it's if you do need support or even just to ask a question, then um, yeah, I'm sure, we're both uh, we're both here to listen. Yep, definitely. So I am on Instagram at lmt.fitness. Donna, where can people find you? Uh, at DMJ Coaching um, and then www.dmjcoaching.com for my website. Thank you. Well, thank you for your insight today, Donna. Um, yeah, right. and like Donna says, just any questions or, you know, if it's something that you're struggling with and really just want to, to speak to us, then yeah, drop us a message at all. But I would really, if you take nothing else away from this podcast, just think about how you feel with regards to the scales and even just putting like a few questions to yourself about it can be really useful to yeah try and have a better relationship with them because they really don't need to have the hold that they've got over a lot of people cool right thank you for coming on donna and we well i will speak to you in the next one donna you'll probably be on again at some point so (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much thanks a lot Bye. bye